0: hello this is aaron lopez and welcome to our first market sense podcast of 2023 i'm happy to be joined once again by transamerica asset management chief investment officer tom Wald, who recently completed where we stand the transamerica 2023 market outlook tom welcome back happy new year excited to hear your thoughts about the year ahead thank you aaron it's nice to be here now tom before we focus on the year ahead how should investors put into context this past year of 2022 which was a pretty rough one for investors, as both stocks and bonds saw meaningful negative returns.
1: Uh, y- yes, that's right. Uh, and, and perhaps best to begin by saying, hey, good riddance to 2022. We're not going to miss you. Uh, in, in a lot of ways, this past year really was a perfect storm of sorts. It began with inflation quickly reaching levels. Uh, we had not uh, seen in more than 40 years. This led to the Federal Reserve raising interest rates at a pace not seen in almost 50 years, and that in turn created fears of a recession and potentially contracting economic growth in the year ahead. That's a pretty tough and negative hat trick for stocks and bonds to take on simultaneously. And it certainly showed up in terms of double-digit declines in both asset classes, something that has never really happened before. So it, it was a historic year by all accounts, but unfortunately not in a good way. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Good riddance indeed. So, Tom, how should long term retirement investors with time horizons looking out a decade, maybe two, if not longer, put a year like this past one into context? Well, I think we
1: need to begin by recognizing that historically speaking, down years in the markets have typically translated into opportunities for investors longer term. It's, uh, It's a bit like the old story about the optimist, the pessimist and the opportunist sitting together at a local pub. Uh, the optimist points a glass, says it's half full. The pessimist says, no, it's half empty. And as they argue, the opportunist says, is anyone going to finish that drink? <laughs> uh, so, uh, long-term investing can be a little like that sometimes. Bulls and bears can argue about who's right, while good long-term investors often simply take what the market gives them. Uh, I think a good summary of this uh, can be taken from the fact that since the end of World War II, the S&P 500 has experienced 17 negative calendar years, eight of those being worse than negative 10%. Yet still over those 77 years, it has provided for just under an 11% compounded annualized total return, which means that $1,000 invested back in 1946 – would be worth more than $2.7 million today.
0: Yeah, I never get tired of hearing that perspective because it's really great, Tom, for longer term investors to look at history. And I think it's quite valuable. Now, because diversification in retirement portfolios is also important, I believe your paper provided some interesting data on bonds as well.
1: Yes. As we mentioned a moment ago, this past year was also a historically difficult one for the bond markets. However, history does seem to be pretty kind to corporate bonds in years following ones in which they have posted negative total returns in regard to investment grade bonds. 2022 was only the eighth calendar year since 1987. This asset class had posted a negative return according to the ICE, B of a, U.S. Corporate Index. However, in six of the seven years immediately following those down years, that index posted positive returns averaging better than 13%. Aaron, I think the story is even more compelling for high yield bonds. 2022 was also only the eighth year since 1987 in which these bonds posted a negative calendar year uh, return according to the ICE B of A high yield index. In all of those following years, total returns were positive, averaging better than 26%. Now, of course, Aaron, each one of those recovery years for both high yield and investment grade bonds was unique in its market background. So I'm not necessarily forecasting returns of this magnitude in the year ahead, but I think you can say that history is clearly on the side of corporate bond investors in years following negative total returns like the one we just
0: experienced. Right. And a lot of people have that time and are looking out a decade, maybe longer, but What about investors who are nearing retirement and maybe on a little bit shorter time horizon?
1: Uh, Sure. I, I would point to a few things here. First, I think there's more of a recognition today that investment time horizons don't just go to retirement, but they continue through retirement. Uh, When you think about it, retirement is really just a new chapter in most people's lives, and they should probably continue to be working with their financial advisor to transition into an appropriate diversified asset mix while still taking into account income and growth opportunities. And I think right now, Aaron, income opportunities have dramatically improved over this past year and are looking a lot more encouraging uh, than they have in quite a while. Uh, In fact, investment grade and high yield bonds are now providing yields about twice what they were a little more than a year ago. So there are certainly, in our opinion, strong income opportunities right now. And I think for those approaching retirement or are currently enjoying that chapter of their lives, they should work with their advisors to potentially take advantage of these higher yields in determining a diversified and appropriate asset composition for their retirement years.
0: That sounds smart tom now also in the 2023 market outlook paper you cover several major areas of focus and perhaps we could do a quick lightning round maybe 1970s 80s game style Mm -hmm. format Mm -hmm. and we could speak about a few of those topics sure thing let's start with the u.s economy we believe there is a high probability of a recession in the year
1: ahead but it will likely be modern in nature and probably not as bad as most currently fear. We see core rates of inflation likely heading lower and toward the 4% range by this summer or so. And based on previous inflationary cycles, such as those back in 1974, 1980, 1990, that could prove favorable for the markets.
0: How about US stocks?
1: We do see upside for stocks in 2023, and I would put a year-end price target on the S&P 500 at about 4,400 based on the economic scenario I just described, and incremental upside coming from a recognized peak and subsequent decline in core rates of inflation and the conclusion
0: of Fed rate hikes. Interest rates.
1: As we know, the Federal Reserve raised its Fed funds rate from a lower bound of zero to four and a quarter percent this past year. It's our best judgment that they will probably keep going to about five percent by mid-year and then potentially conclude this current rate hike cycle. Looking back at similar types of past uh, Fed tightening cycles, this could also infer a tailwind for the markets. And we also believe a realistic year end level on the 10 year U.S. Treasury yield to be approximately four percent.
0: And finally, let's bring it home with international stocks.
1: Uh, International stocks could face a challenging environment as we see a rough recession in Europe and below trend growth in China. While it may prove beneficial for long-term international stock investors to rebalance allocations during any upcoming weakness, patience and tolerance for volatility uh, will likely be required.
0: Before we let you go, Tom, I'd like to quote something you say at the very beginning of your market outlook paper, which is, Investors may find it advantageous to remember the long distance runners mantra of the race does not always belong to the Swift, but to those who stay the course. I think in a lot of ways that kind of summarizes much of what we've talked about in the last few minutes and how you see the market shaping up, not only for the year ahead, but for the long haul as well. Uh, Yes, Aaron. Actually, I'm an old
1: distance runner from back in the day. And that is uh, one of my favorite analogies. Uh, There will always be some rough years over the course of anyone's investment horizon. But in our judgment, this is still a market environment quite worthy of staying the course right now.
0: Thank you, Tom. And we look forward to more of our discussions throughout the year ahead. Thank you, Aaron. All investing involves risk, and past performance is no guarantee of future results. This material was prepared for general distribution and is being provided for informational purposes only. If you need advice regarding your particular investment needs, contact your financial professional. Transamerica Asset Management Incorporated is an affiliate of Transamerica Retirement Solutions, LLC. 268-9085-0123. Copyright 2023 Transamerica Corporation. All rights reserved.